Tin Can Podcast presents The Twelve Plays of Christmas Thoughts of Mistletoe by Holly Powell Jones If there's one thing that really miffs me off, it's Christmas trees. They're just so smug, ridiculously overdressed in tinsel and those annoying little fairy lights. To the rest of us in the plant world, they're a bit, well, showy. It was the Germans who brought over this bizarre idea to decorate a plant during the festive season. Traditionally, we plants were the decoration. Take myself, for example, the modest and elegant mistletoe, symbol of love and fertility in pagan times. And now look at me, hanging around above what is possibly the most god-awful office party in the history of human celebrations. And this Christmas tree isn't even a real one. To put it mildly, I am thoroughly cheesed off. Ah, I see Pete, the work experience boy, is dancing rather, shall we say, energetically next to it. Perhaps he'll knock it over. We live in hope. More likely that he'll knock himself over first. He's been guzzling the mulled wine as if it's going out of fashion. Not surprisingly, really can't be a day over 15, and I suspect his only previous experiences of intoxication involve large quantities of Red Bull. Looks like Lucy is more in danger than the tree. He appears to be trying to use her as a human crutch. Then again, perhaps he's trying to chat her up. She certainly would appear an easy target to a hormone-charged teenage boy. I simply cannot understand what possesses a nice-looking girl like Lucy to wear nothing but a handkerchief to a work party. This lot are hardly creative, but she certainly isn't leaving anything to the imagination. It certainly raises questions as to why she's been promoted from receptionist to boss's PA in a mere matter of weeks. And here's the man himself. The big shot. The boss. Mr. Alexander Miles. Good lord, is that a Father Christmas beard? And a sack of presents? My, that man likes to make an entrance. As if distributing presents at the office party is going to make everyone forget the past year of tantrums, threats of dismissal, and general abuse he seems to hurl at his staff. I think he even made poor Janice from HR cry at one point. But never mind, because now he's presenting her with a... Oh, it's a mug. With a penis-shaped handle. She doesn't look delighted, I must say. And a pair of frilly knickers for Nigel and accounts. Hmm. He looks a little bit too happy about that. The girls seem to be avoiding Nigel more than ever since the incident of the anonymous poem found in the staff kitchen, detailing explicit, repressed feelings of the love for Margaret Thatcher in Nigel's handwriting. They needn't worry. None of the girls even remotely resemble the Iron Lady. If anything, it's Colin the Cleaner who ought to be worried. In an attempt to appear classy to his co-workers, he's attended the last decade of Christmas parties in a rather Tory-esque blue pinstripe suit. Still, at least he's making an effort. Day from IT is deliberately anti-festive as usual. Same holy brown jumper and drinking nothing but cranberry juice. Shame. We could do with a bit of Dutch courage now. Samantha from sales and marketing is coming over. Hi, Sam. 
Oh, hi Dave. I, I didn't recognise you. You're big. Ah, yeah. I decided I'd get rid of it. You look really different. I mean, good. You look good. Well, I'm not sure about it. I, I think it makes me look really young. Well, that's not so bad. Less than being mistaken for Father Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I like your dress. Oh, this. It's nothing. Just something I had lying around in the wardrobe. Liar. That dress is almost certainly this season. Looks like Marks and Spencer. It's rather lovely. What a shame she's ruined it by wearing those tacky, flashing Santa earrings. And your earrings are fun? Oh, Lord. <laughs> this is like watching Brief Encounter with the socially inept. Don't know why men these days pussyfoot around women like they do. It used to simply be the case of, my, you're looking swell today, Missy. Wanna dance? Now it's all, will you be my friend on Facebook? Followed by months of slightly unhealthy online stalking. When they eventually secure an invitation to a mutual event, they live in hope that they can get a girl so absolutely plastered that she might go home with them. Sad, really. Uh, are you not drinking? No. I, I mean, I, I, I do drink, obviously. I'm just, I'm just not drinking. Hmm. Punch looks a bit dodgy, doesn't it? Well, it was made by Nigel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's it. I just can't stand this anymore. <sighs> about time these two stopped messing around and got it together. I think they need a little help. Right? Make way! Pagan symbol of love and fertility, the true plant of Christmas spirit is entering the scene! Tally-ho! Oh, what's that? Oh, hang on, it's caught in your hair. Ah, oh, there you go. Thanks. Well, it's just a bit of... Uh, That's strange. Well, I thought you'd never do that. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> S- Sam, do you fancy a dance with me? <laughs> It'd make my Christmas. This was Thoughts of Mistletoe, written by Holly Powell Jones, starring Heather Taylor. Ashley Hope Ross and Matt Prendergast, engineered and scored by Frederick Fournier. This was a Tin Can Podcast production.